Hello and welcome to Speak Your Truth and Look Good Doing It podcast. My name is Camila, or as you've seen me online, Maria Camila. I'm a brand strategist, photographer, and videographer. This work is about amplifying the visibility of conscious leaders and brands who are wanting to leave this world better than they found it. This podcast is about letting ourselves be seen, both physically and spiritually, and highlighting the nuances we experience as we are growing both personally and professionally. Thank you for being here, and let's go ahead and dive in. Okay, hello, and welcome to the podcast. This is very spontaneous. I started this podcast just... Okay, something that I do is I wake up in the mornings and I like to have my coffee. And then I also like to read a book and have a slow morning. Mornings are like the most precious time of the day for me. It is, it's been like this for years. I am such a morning person. I love having a morning where I get to indulge and get inspired. It's not even indulge, actually. It's just ground myself, fill up my cup. And when I'm able to do those things, I'm just I'm just so happy. So, yeah, I was reading this book. I'm reading this book on copywriting right now. It's a very popular uh, copywriter's book. This one, it's called the Copywriter's Handbook. And what I like about this book is that what I learned about copywriting is that copywriting is structuring words in a way where it sells a product or a service. And yeah, because my understanding of writing was when I was in college or even in high school and they tell you, you need to write three pages and it needs to be academic writing. And I wish they would have told me early on, or at least I would have learned that writing is about sharing your thought process. And it's like, you just need to be a better thinker, not think of like random words. And I wish writing would have been explained like that to me. There's so many things that the way they're taught in, at least they were taught to me when I was in high school. College was a little better, um, but I just hated writing because I just didn't understand the purpose of it. And I think, yeah. and. Anyway, so now I'm reading copywriting and there's so many things about it that I'm learning that are correlated to personal branding and learning how to connect with people in any type of way, primarily in the online world, and then also making money from it. And the reason why I got inspired to write this pod or to create this podcast right now Uh, First of all, I am on my couch right now and I am in the comfort of my own home and in the way I've recorded podcasts before, it's been just sitting on my desk and I think the formalities of it take away from me being able to speak candidly and I woke up this morning and I was like, you know what? No, I want to sit on my couch because I'm getting so much inspiration just sitting here being comfy. And I just want to be a regular human. I'm not trying to be like this next level production podcast. I just want to be comfy. And that's how the best inspiration is coming from, like comes from, at least for me right now. And 
Yeah, eventually I want to have podcast guests, but I want to make people comfortable because having a camera on you, being able to hear your voice amplified through these headphones, all of this gets in the way of you fully dropping into your body. And I just think that the way you're able to combat that is by being comfy sitting on a couch. And so that's why I'm sitting on my couch today. And I thought that I was having today was in regards to niching down and what niching down means. And I also want to talk about things that I wish I would have known 10 years ago when I started photography or even like when I was in college. It's like a lot of people say you don't need a college education in order to be successful which I agree. But what they don't tell you is the things that you do need to learn if you want to have your own business and be successful. And knowing what I know now, what what I would say you need to learn like principles of how to make money doing anything, but like it's coming from your own means when you're not going to college. Of course, you want to have a good product, but it's also about learning marketing. Like marketing is the one skill, marketing and sales, and I'll explain the difference, Uh, but I wish I would have learned marketing because marketing in the way that I understand it is you're in a conversation, you're in a long term conversation with your clients or customers and you are addressing whatever misconceptions they have. I would say it's like soft selling over a long period of time that you are deepening your relationship with your audience or with your clients. And that's what marketing is. And you're addressing misconceptions. It's like you're trying to educate and show how this product that you have is a solution to things that they are struggling with. And it can make their lives easier. And it's just a long, long winded conversation with those potential clients. And when I think of sales, I think of sales as a direct conversation because the point of sales is once you get on a sales call with someone, the point of that is to eventually get to a point of close. So it's a more of direct response as you're in a on a sales call with somebody and sales is asking relevant questions is being extremely curious to what are the needs of the person you are working with and then <clears throat> and then making sure that when you are explaining the benefits of your product it is addressing what that person needs even if your product has a bunch of other features and certain things that can help them Um, it's not about speaking all that random stuff. It's just speaking directly to what the needs of that person needs that they have just explained to you because you asked them a lot of genuine discovery questions. And then after that, you basically just, at least what I learned in the past is asking a closing question and This is just coming from my sales background or when I was interviewing for jobs, I would always end things with a selling question. I mean, with a closing question, basically asking them, how do you feel about this? And based on what I've shared with you, are you confident that you can achieve your goals based on what I've explained to you right now? That is a general statement, by the way. But the point of me saying this is that just learning those two skills is what has helped me make money 
And I'm having memories of when I started photography and the way that things started or popped off for me, this was like 2014 or so, 2014, 2015, was I started noticing that like I, I was in college at the time and I was studying ethnic studies, which was a great major. It it still helps me today. <laughs> and but I do wish I would have learned what I just explained 10 years ago, like forever ago. Anyways, so it's about 2014. And I remember I used to love just taking photos for fun. And I had like my creative friends that we were all just take photos and create for fun. Because at the time, my mentality was like, oh, photography is only a hobby. This is not going to get me anywhere. And this is just for fun. And what's really going to make me money is going to college and doing that whole thing. And I remember I had a friend and he was okay at photography. But he asked me how it is that I was editing, how it is that I was able to achieve the look that I had. Because that's what I started getting known as is the the look that I had, the tones that I was using for my photography. So he asked me how it is that I was doing it. And I remember I explained to him how it is that I achieved certain looks. And next thing you know, he starts working with brands. He starts emailing brands saying, hey, you can just have all these images. And he started building these relationships with brands. And then brands eventually started is sending him shoes and sending him apparel. And he was getting traction in the way he was building his business and he started growing a following and uh, he also started working with influencers and the way it would work at the time it was bloggers it was you would just shoot free content for the blogger the blogger would repost you and then that would also bring in followers to your page and so that's how from my point of view that's how I saw his growth and that's when I realized I'm in college and I realized oh I could do that Like if he's been doing it and I was the one that showed him how to do it, I can do that too. And so I started doing it. I connected with my, I wouldn't say she was like an influencer, but she was, uh, she would like post photos of her outfits and she had worked with a few photographers. So I asked her, I was like, Hey, I think I can do really beautiful photos for you. And we went out and we took some photos and we created, and then those photos started, I got a bunch of really good response from the work that we had created, and that's what set everything off. That's when other bloggers started reaching out to me like, hey, do you want to connect and take photos? And what's wild is that I wasn't even charging to work with these bloggers at the time. It was literally just full trade. Like I, I did not even know my worth. I was like, yeah, we'll just shoot photos because to me it was just for fun. And I just knew zero about business. And, but the point is, I just understood that when other people see you in different places, then that's what adds growth. And that's literally all I understood. So I started, I kept doing that. I would just reach out to bloggers very casually and I would ask them to take photos for them and then they would repost my photos. And then that's how I was able to get clients. And anyways, it was just a very informal way of the how I was marketing myself, but because I didn't have knowledge of brand marketing and sales and 
mindset and self-worth when it came to this time in my business, I was not successful in having this photography business because I was so just lost and on like I just didn't know any better. And I remember I was able to connect with a few people that were like designers and people that were making doing a living, uh, creating a living uh, from a creative uh, endeavor say like design or photography, videography, whatever. And I remember I would ask around so many people just like, how do I make this work? How do I like, I literally don't know what I'm doing. And I remember, I don't think anyone even knew what they're doing, or maybe they were gatekeeping a bunch, but they would just say, oh, just, I remember the advice I got was like, you have to fake it till you make it. And which was so hard for me to fake. And even now, the way my audience knows me now, you know that I cannot fake it. Like I only exist in my most raw humanity and I cannot fake it to make it. So that was that advice didn't work for me. I know it worked for other people. There are some photographers out there, like at least coming from Salt Lake, that um, they faked it and they faked looking like. They were living this certain lifestyle, moved to L.A., moved to New York, but they were able to make it and work with like big models and they did it. But that method did not work for me. I was not good at faking it. (laughs) And then uh, and I remember, but I was still just like asked, like, how do you how do I make this work? Like I it's not that I didn't have the energy or the motivation to make my business work. I just literally did not know what the heck I was doing. I had no concept of marketing, no concept of sales, no concept of brand. And there's such important things in order to have a successful business. And and anyways, I would ask around and I wanted to know how it is that I make this happen. And the advice I got was one, fake it till you make it. And two was like, just post every day. And which posting every day doesn't, in my opinion, doesn't really do much. If you're not posting by with the intention of selling or with the intention of growing your brand or with the intention of deepening your relationship with your audience, there's no point. Okay, I shouldn't say that because I think you should get used to posting every day. But I just think that you also need to be strategic in the way that you're posting, because like I mentioned earlier, Marketing is a long-winded conversation with your current clients, potential clients, um, or even past clients. So anyways, the reason I'm sharing all of this with you is because if you are in, like if you're just starting out and you have a creative business, but not even creative, like say you're a human design reader or you do Reiki or you just whatever gift you have. Um, I want to say service based business, product based businesses. I know a little bit, but this is mostly towards anyone that's like, hey, I want to be a coach. I am a healer. I'm a photographer. I'm a designer. I'm a real estate agent. I, I'm trying to name. I'm a social media manager. I'm trying to think of other online things that you do. I'm a writer. I think writers actually know this, though, because if you're a writer and if you know copywriting, then these principles are 
are copywriting, which is basically writing to sell. So I'm not going to add you in that category. Um, but I just think that if you're a person that you're just looking to make money doing what you love and what you're gifted at, yeah, you don't need to go to college to figure this out. But what you do need is you need to establish a brand, which a brand is how you're able, like you basically sharing how you're different and it's sharing what your dream I've heard this before with personal branding is like your dream utopia like what is that different perspective you're offering to clients because I think a lot of people think that they have nothing new new to offer but what I'm telling you is that because you are source you are the universe experiencing itself through you and all of your life experience and you have a combination of say Say you have an academic background, but you're also spiritual. So that combination of the two is how you are then creating this new lane of approaching life with a combination of spirituality and ag- academic background. Or maybe fitness has been your thing, but you are also uh, fitness and spirituality. So then you would combine those two and add that different lane within your industry. And... Which brings me to my next point of the concept of niching down. I realize there's a lot of misconceptions out there with what niching down means. But niching down is like the way people understand it is, oh, I'm into fitness and that's my niche. Or my niche is, I'm trying to think of other niches, um, swimwear <laughs> or... Uh, there's one that this girl, she's a designer, but she wants to do destinations and that's her niche. And that could be your niche. If you really want to think of it in that way, like niche based on industry, but your niche is also like your point of view. It is like the group of people that agree with your point of view. So I'm trying to think of brands that we can talk about so that this makes a little bit more sense but like for instance I think of Lacey Phillips which is to be magnetic and the way she was able to differentiate herself so much was because she's so practical and she talked about how it's scientifically proven how it is that she uses neural manifestation because manifestation in the way we all knew it was Esther Hicks which was uh, think better thoughts. <laughs> Maybe it wasn't like that, but it was kind of fluffy that it didn't attract people like me. Um, and it was like getting to the vibration and all of this stuff. And sometimes these words that are so esoteric and coded, it doesn't reach the people that could benefit from manifestation too, if it was delivered to them in a way that they understand it. So TBM came in as they, we use this in she came in with the approach of practicality, logic, and science. And that's how she's able to reach those people that are more logical and practical like me. And she built a whole, and now she's huge. She built a whole brand just based off of that. And that's her niche, right? And like, because she's able to create a brand that's so strong, she now has different products that stem from that point of view 
And it's not that she just focuses on kind of like the core of her work is selling courses for manifestation. Like it started out with, I believe she had is the manifestation formula. And then from there, it stemmed into love, money, and... I believe it was, yeah, love and money. Those are two that are very common, career and money. I forgot what was the other one. But the point is that she didn't She didn't just niche down into fitness. I think she has one now. I don't know if I'm exactly right on this, but it was like uh, body positivity or like body or self-acceptance with your body. And it's not like she's in the niche of body positivity or she's not in the niche of money and she's not in the niche of love. It is a point of view on manifestation that then is reflected on different aspects of life, but it all stems from the same perspective. And I hope this makes more sense. If you don't know TBM, you can look them up online. That way this podcast will make sense, but it's... It's probably the best way that I can explain or even I think of my brand like my brand is my point of view that comes out in different products like my main core offering is photography and that's how you've known me as but I'm offering also is personal branding so defining your brand voice which is what I just explained to you. And I'm also doing videography and then I also have the podcast now and I could also have live events. And even though wellness is like a niche that I'm in, I'm also in the niche of like social justice. But I'm also like I'm a person that, yes, I'm like social justice, but I also love fashion and I also love wellness and I also love good design and luxury and those things. And That is my point of view and that is my niche per se. So I think there's a lot of misconceptions that people think niche is boxing themselves in. But niche is simply your point of view and the people that you want to serve. And the truth of the matter is that you're more predictable than you think. I think a lot of times we think like, oh, I'm so multifaceted and multi-passionate, but Even if you're multi-passionate and come out with different offerings and different things that you want to do, at the end of the day, you probably are very predictable and marketers know this about you. TikTok knows this about you. Instagram knows this about you, which is why it is that they're able to target us with ads is because as much as we want to think that we're so unique and we're so um, multifaceted and not just this one thing, but like you're more predictable than you're giving yourself credit. And in order for you to start your business off, you need clarity. You need to have clarity on how you're different, who you are, and who it is that you're talking to. And you need to build that foundation of clarity because that's how you build trust. And if you're just starting out, you cannot skip this part because skipping this part is going to have you spinning your wheels forever. I'm saying this because that was me. This was me for so long that I shot weddings and I shot families and then I did some brand photos and then I worked with a random brand here and I was just kind of all over the place and I would post photos of me like I was so random 
and I no wonder that I wasn't making money. No wonder I people didn't understand what I was doing. No wonder people like I was just so, so, so all over the place. And I was also working with influencers and brands that were not even relevant to uh, the work that I was doing. So now that I have clarity, it feels so authentic to me. And I'm also working with people and brands that are relevant to my value system. And that's something you can have as well. So anyways, this podcast was a little winded. I guess it's not their podcast that are longer. I shouldn't say that. But I wanted to create this podcast because there are misconceptions on personal branding in the sense that people think that people think personal branding is boxing themselves in when really it's clarifying who they already are and amplifying who they already are. And having a niche is also not meant to box you in. A niche is also not uh, specific to an industry. It could be if you really want to just like if you just want to be a fitness person and just want to do that, like it could be that. But niche can also be a point of view, a perspective of how you see the world and create an audience based on how it is that you see the world. So yeah, and I also wanted to share this because, like I said, so many people say, you don't need to go to college to be successful, but they don't tell you what are the things that you do need to learn. And in order for you to make money from the start, you need to know who you're talking to, who, what, how, who you're talking to, what makes you different, how you're delivering, and do it over and over and over again. And understand your ideal customer or your typical customer, like the customer that resonates the most with what you're doing. And understand how to serve them over and over and over again in a way where eventually it becomes formulaic in order for you to grow your business. So anyways, I hope this was helpful. I hope this addressed misconceptions. I also hope this gives you peace of mind that these business tools aren't meant to box you in or make you feel constrained, uh, but they're, make you, they're there to give you freedom. And the last thing I actually wanted to say too was As much as we want to create a bunch of different products, when we're first starting out, I think it's incredibly important. And my coach taught me this, Kathleen Carmen, where she says, practice constraint, but constraint in regards to practice staying true to your offer and, and staying simple. Because when you're first starting out, you're learning so many things that you want to keep things simple for yourself so you know what success feels like and tastes like. Because if you're trying a bunch of different things, then you're just going to beat yourself up because you're not accomplishing all those things. But for the sake of you, especially if you're just starting out, keep it simple and keep it easy for yourself. So you start building that confidence that you are good at business and that you are good at monetizing and doing this thing for yourself. Like you need to value. You need to value building the confidence that you are good at business and that you can monetize what you're doing and that you can also improve your product, you need to value that more than 
valuing freedom early on. Because the way you obtain freedom is when you have an audience that trusts you. But in order to have an audience that trusts you, you need to know how to speak to them. You need to learn how to show them that you are different. And you also need to have a dang good service so that you know how to serve them better. And that's how you build trust. And once you have trust, then that's when you have more flexibility. So... Anyways, uh, thank you for listening. If you found value in this, go ahead and repost it on Instagram. This is what allows this podcast to grow. And um, other than that, uh, thanks for being here. And it was incredibly important for me to be a little scrappy and <laughs> uh, let myself be seen in this type of way. Uh, because it doesn't need to be so formal and so serious all the time. It's about the substance and it's about the energy. So, all right. I appreciate you and I will catch you on the next episode. We'll talk soon.